listeners to another episode of Tuesday Morning Over Coffee with Gene and Jake. I'm Gene. I'm Kevin. And we're so glad that you were able to join us for this third episode as we kind of share with one another and, and with you things that come up in life and the situations and how God kind of uh, gives us the direction we need. So today I came across some signs as I was driving through my neighborhood that uh, some folks were placing in their yards of faith over fear. So that made me wonder about the word fear and uh, and how, especially this past year, Kevin, we, it just seems like so many, not just people in general, but Christians specifically, just seem to be afraid. Yeah, with, with uh, uh, COVID going on and the situation in our world and everything seeming turbulent, especially last year, 2020, Fear was more heightened than any time I can remember in my life. Right. Me too. So I, I looked up, well, what what are some most common phobias? And here's what I found. We got the arachnophobia. Okay. That's Understandable. Fear of spiders. Yeah. Uh, tends to affect more women than men, they say. Uh, I don't know. I've seen some men really run and scream like a woman. But uh, And then there's the ophidophobia, which is the fear of snakes. Yes. Um I, I have that fear, but uh, I think there's a, a one snake that I don't fear, and that's a dead one. So <laughs> Right. Uh, my wife definitely has that fear. Uh, we were walking. She was pregnant with our, our firstborn child. We were walking down kind of a ravine, just kind of taking a little walk her with the belly and everything. And I looked down, and there's a snake. And I said, hey, baby, there's a snake over there. And I'm grabbing a stick to mess with it. Uh-huh. And she says, don't. And I turn around, and she's 50 yards away. I mean, <laughs> pregnant and all. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there was the, when my wife and I were first married, uh, we lived in Edmond. And I went out one Saturday morning to get the paper at the end of the driveway. And I come back up, and there's a snake. I must have stepped over the snake. It was right there on the step by the front door. And we brand, you know, brand new married couple. We didn't have very many tools, but I did find a two before. Okay. So I got the snake out into the yard and I'm telling you, I had the most accurate eye hand coordination. I was beating that snake and that head of that snake kept going further and further down into the ground. And our neighbor come across the street and said, here, do you want to use this shovel? And I'm whacking away going, no, I'm doing just fine. So <laughs> that snake had no chance with me around. But Not to get stuck on snakes, yeah. but I've got one more. Okay. My mamma did not fear snakes. If there was a if there was a snake in the yard, she went after it with a hoe. That was, oh. <laughs> that was her weapon of choice was a hoe. And she would cut it up. She wouldn't just kill it. She would cut it up into several pieces so it wouldn't grow back together. Oh. That was the that was the theory behind <laughs> okay. it up. Yeah. All right. Well, the the other one that is the acrophobia, the fear of heights. I have that. I feel like I have that a little bit too. So, yeah. Uh, then we have the agoraphobia, fear of situations in which escape is difficult. Mm. Uh, I see a lot of introverts probably fighting that one when it comes to big crowds. Right. Astrophobia, the fear of thunder and lightning. Interesting. Uh, then there's the Trypanophobia, the fear of injections. I've heard a lot of men afraid of needles. Really? Okay. So then you have the social phobias, the fear of social situations. Yeah. Now here's one that uh, pteromerhanophobia, the fear of flying. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm sorry, say that again. Uh, no, I, once is enough. <laughs> Mysophobia, the fear of germs and dirt. Okay. And so those are the kind of things that I came across, and I thought that was rather interesting. The most common phobias. Most common phobias. Now, phobia is more than just fear, right? It's an irrational right. fear that that 
reason can't do anything about. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, matter of fact, my youngest brother was in the Marines at the time in boot camp. And he had the acrophobia, the fear of heights. Yeah. And there was a 70-foot wall that had to repel. Ooh. So he got up to the top, and he was frozen solid. Mm. So the drill sergeant made him stand perpendicular on the wall until he got over that fear of heights. He, and he told me, he goes, Gene, I got over it quickly and got down quickly. <laughs> so, But as a Christian, uh, I can't help but think that fear... There's two ways fear can impact us. Yeah. It can restrict us, that, that paralyzing fear, like probably most of these phobias would do. You lock up. Right. Yeah. And, and then there's that fear that can help you. Okay. So what do you think when we understand the restriction, but how can fear help me? Uh, I mean, there are healthy fears. Okay. I mean, it's, it's, there's no shame in being afraid of something you should be afraid of. Uh, spiritually speaking... Obviously, there there are situations you should avoid that that endanger your spirit physically. That's that's the same way. So right. it can be healthy. It can be a healthy impulse at times. So basically, what you're saying then is that if this fear is going to help me, it's going to cause me to be more alert yes. to my surroundings, yeah. to be more cautious, yeah. uh, especially around snakes, to be very cautious, but. Okay, all right. So, you know, we said fear this past year was just greater than we've ever seen it yeah. before. Yeah. And Think about it. People avoiding other people, right. keeping a distance, staying in their homes, avoiding restaurants that you didn't I've never seen that before. Right. I mean, it did not happen until last year. What well, the the one that really struck me the most that I think uh when my wife was showing me some uh social media posts that there was an actual fear of dying. And the Christian, we're not to have that fear. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we're not supposed to seek it out. Right. But death can't be the same for us. We can't see it the same way that people without faith in Jesus Christ do. Right. If we do, we're allowing the world to influence our, our thoughts and actions far more than God. Okay. So that's why, one, if we think about it, why Jesus came to earth, because the Israelites, the, the Jews of that day, death had a hold of them. Yeah. And I think it was Paul who wrote it that the sting of death was removed. Sin, yeah. First uh, Corinthians 15. So yeah. uh, that should be an encouragement to us to understand that uh, why we don't have to fear death because Christ overcame that yeah. through his resurrection. So now we can have that hope of life after death. Right. So, um, and and that hope should instill everything we do every day. That should buoy us up and help to dispel whatever fear we have going on. When I was going to the mission field, uh, a friend of mine who I've been friends with for years called me up, and he and I are very have very similar backgrounds. Small town Oklahoma boys grew up in the Church of Christ. Our dads were elders, you know. So you would have thought we would have had the same pattern of thinking, mm -hmm. but. But he said, man, you're about to go overseas. And I said, yeah. He goes, it can be dangerous over there. And I said, yeah, it, it was. I mean, in the 90s, there were a lot of, ter of, of terrorist actions going on there. A lot of people got killed. Uh, that had been dealt with by the time I got down there, to most for the most part. But I, I said, yeah, it, it can be dangerous. He said, well, what if you get killed? <laughs> and I just thought... 
yeah, maybe I will, you know, but, but I just felt like he should have been on the same page I was of going, look, I'm going to go serve the Lord and my life is in the Lord's hands and, and I can't let, let fear dictate my actions. I mean, God's going to take care of it one way or another. If we live, we live to the Lord. If we die, we die to the Lord. Yep. I mean, even to bring it home, uh, that's why a lot of people will not stop to help someone stranded on the side of the road. Right. And uh, and I I did that one time, or so, I do that all the time as much as I can. And but uh, there was one we had a visitor where we were worshiping in Ohio. Yeah. And so Debbie and I, the kids, uh, invited him to our house, had lunch with him, you know, and met his needs, whatever they was, to the bus station or whatever. But that evening, I was really struck by one of our elders there who stated, Gene, that was dangerous to do. Yeah. I'm thinking, okay, why? How? Never thought about it. But, yeah, uh, people, even with hospitality, they're afraid to open their door. Which, like you said earlier, restricts us from Mm -hmm. being the people God's calling us to be, to live out the faith that we should. Faith and fear don't mix. No, no. And and I think Jesus even talked about that because the people of his time there on the Sermon on the Mount. Yeah. Did he not address that that fear that showed up in the form of anxiety? Yeah, fear often that's that's how it shows its face is in worry and anxiety just just coloring everything we do and it, it robs us of joy and hope and effectiveness in serving God. I mean Matthew six twenty five, Jesus tells him, Do not worry about your life what you'll eat or drink, about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more important than food and the body more important than clothes? So those aren't even dangerous fears. Right. They're just, what am I going to eat today? What am I going to wear wear tomorrow? Those those things that day by day, Jesus is saying, look, God's going to take care of you. Yeah. God's going to take care of your, your basic fundamental needs. And, and what's interesting in regards to that scripture, when I was visiting Israel, the... Uh, the guide was telling us about that, you know, where he says, notice the birds of the air. Mm-hmm. There are two times a year that the there's going to be a flock of various birds from storks to pelicans to wherever go from Africa to the north and north back to Africa. Hmm. And when Jesus had them look up, that was the migrating time of the year for those birds. And God took care of them when it was time for them to move from one location to another. Right. And and according to Jesus, you and I are far more important, mm-hmm. far more important than those birds. So we have this fear that can restrict us. There's this fear that's also commanded where Paul tells us there in 1 Corinthians 7, therefore having these promises, beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all defilement of flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. Right. And that perfecting is not anything that has imperfections. Okay. Uh, perfecting holiness is the maturing, this growing. Right. So hopefully this uh, this fear that's commanded, having that fear of God, can help us grow beyond our phobias of the world. Right. If you get your fear in the right place, um, fear of God, fearing God, um, then God's more powerful than all those other things that might strike fear in your heart. Right. And if you are close to him, walking with him, then he is overcoming all those other things that could scare you. Sometimes, no, not sometimes, too often, 
we cling to fears about things that God has already taken care of. Right. He's already done it. Um, and yet we still let just the, the shadow of that fear linger over our lives. Right. And so now I'm getting the picture of why there are signs in these yards that says faith over fear. Right. So, well, Kevin, thank you so much for sharing with me on the, the various fears. And I'm sure we'll have more episodes on how fear can impact us negatively as well as the fear that we're to have positively. So, uh, listeners, thank you for joining with us again on our episode of Coffee, Tuesday Morning Over Coffee with Gene and Jake. Uh, I'm Gene. I'm Kevin. And we'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.